my lawyer, he's he's great. Um, the fact that I can say my lawyer means ish, things things got a bit sticky. You guys are homie homies. Yeah, he just bro, he pulled me in a room. Yeah, and he was just like, okay, and uh, you know those, I never saw this. Okay, um, he saw this. Uh, what's his name? He brought out the yellow notepad and a number two pencil, and Classic. he was like, tell me the story. Ace. He already had the notes, so he was like, so tell me what happened. Yeah. It was quite interesting. So yeah, go to law school. <laughs> More of the story. <laughs> go to law school. Go to law school. You'll make bank. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm actually making friends with a few, just, you know, so in the future. Those who are still in school to be like, yo, 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 I see you supporting you, but uh, don't forget us. Because, yeah, this money thing. I feel like after watching, what, 20, 20 seasons of SVU, I'm inside. Are you a fan of SVU? Like that, I didn't know. Mariska Hargitay? I did not know you were in like that, my guy. <laughs> I messed it up. Yo, this theme songs you hear and you just know what's happening straight away. Whether you know the show or not, you just know like, Yo, this is that one that comes on at this time. Let's talk about Dick Wolf and what he's doing right now. Guy's got some shows. Who's the, who's the Dick Wolf guy? Is he's executive guy? producer. Sure. Executive producer Law and Order. Chong Chong, he's got Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, Dude, my Chicago Med. My dad loves all those Chicago whatever. I'll be asking him, I'm like, which one is this one? No, son, this is the medical one. The one you're talking about is the Fire, and then the one I was watching yesterday was the PD. I'm like, ah, bro. No, I watch, many. I watch PD. PD's hard. Yeah, because Sophia Bush was in it. No, Sophia Bush is. Yeah. See these kids, Stunning. you guys don't know about One Tree Hill. Come on, what do you know about One Tree what Hill? What do you know about our man? Was it? Is that uh, Chad Michael? Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray. Oh, yeah. I used to get so mad, like in, in high school. Girls used to love him. That's what I'm saying, bro. As soon as he say like, "Oh, who I just want you?" Chad Michael Murray. Was he on that? Down. He had something with Hillary Duff. Was it not with Hillary Duff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, Ie. Now I'm being also Hillary Duff. She went. To I it. think I watched that at our uh, at our good friend Rutendo's house. Shout out, shout, out, shout out to Retendo Shackleton. Shout out Will, Will Shackleton, Shackleton, you know, happily married. Come on. But yeah, no. Chad Michael Murray. What a time. <laughs> what a time. You sound like a dreamy. You sound like those girls, like, oh, so dreamy. So it's like, what a time, smiling in the, looking in the distance. There. No, I'm just saying, bro, like, 2002 is a good year. Was 2003? You, there was a time where you just knew life was just breezy. Yeah. Didn't have to worry about analytics. You know, <laughs> rent, yeah, bills, bills. dimming your light. Oh, didn't have to worry about none of that. You, yeah, we didn't even worry. This we had, we had little light of mine. Uh, come on, I'm gonna let it shine. <laughs> come on, this light of mine. Yo, we out here, guys. Ah. Hey, now that we're here, welcome, 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 good people. Welcome back to the Things and Things podcast. It's your boys, as you can see. We're just you know, we're vibing, just in the zone, ch- chilling. And um, Jonathan, you just you touched on something very interesting. You just said dimming your light. Mm-hmm. I think that's, um, that's something we need to start talking about. Well, I think, firstly, as people that live in African countries, Come on. there's a between like a power outage. Yeah, 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 guys, we're, we're not talking about... <laughs> <laughs> I can't take you seriously. Just a power outage and like a flickering, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> this, is the, yeah, that's, this is not that. This trigger is... warning, trigger warning. <laughs> KPLC, Zessa. <laughs> I don't know what Escom. the Ethiopian energy company is. What's the SA one? Is it Escom? Escom. Escom, yeah. Those guys are going through it too. Um, no, but we're talking about like, you know, either when you're feeling depressed or when you just... Or, I mean, there's so many different angles to talking about dimming your lights. 
It also sounds like one of those things where people Can are like, I go on a run? Go on a run, bro! This is what it's, the podcast is here for. I think... I've always been somebody that's been like very, very focused on my situation. Yes. Right? Uh, everybody has the cards that they dealt with, and we move. Because mm-hmm. one thing I've learned is like complaining, like, oh, I don't look like Chad Michael Murray. What's that going to do for yeah, me? Yeah, that's not going to help you. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let me just rock with the small ears, and we move. Fine. <laughs> we out here. All right? So cool. Um... I found that I think we were both blessed to like have the opportunity to go overseas, yeah. do what we did, and it was True. fun. It was a great experience, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I found sometimes, like when I came back home, right? Don't get me wrong, I'm excited about things I was doing. It was mm-hmm. like, yeah, oh, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, I wish Apple. I went to the conference. Like I was in Miami. I yeah. was like, you know what I'm saying? I found that sometimes. I'm a national champion. Yeah. Come sometimes on. I found that in certain situations, yeah. like I had to switch off what I was doing and like hold back. Okay, yeah. Because, like, I felt there was a lot of resentment. From either people around you? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, dismissiveness. Yeah. So I was just like... And actually, that dismissiveness is what triggers... What would make me think there's resentment. Yeah. Yes. So I was just like, hmm, okay. It's just a hard thing, yeah, man. Yeah, it's just chilling. And that's usually, like, second, third time around. Like, either it's like... (laughs) You get super excited to want to share... uh, share, uh, Oh, not a shared experience. To want to share your experience with either your peers... Um, sometimes even family, yeah. right? And when you see this kind of like... Yeah, I felt that, like with some of my cousins and stuff. Right, so the like, energy, it's like, yeah. okay, so you're trying to talk and you're up here and you're like, yo, guys, you know how much I work for, la, 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 la. and then you're seeing this like Oh, like, especially when... Response. Do you know what always happens? Because I always like moved, right? Okay. So yeah. like, I was with my group of friends and then I left. With right. my group of friends, then I left. Then, Had like, to make new sometimes it takes me a while to like come back and visit. Or I'll just be in and out. Like, mm. I'm not just going on holiday. You know what I'm saying? I need to check when I land. You know what I'm saying now? <laughs> so, yeah. I think there was a lot of resentment from like, oh, yeah, we're like... We used to be boys? We, not like we used to be boys. Because like, a lot of my friendships are like, I would say like relatively effortless. Like, we don't have to like, be texting all the time. Oh, see, those are true friends. But like... The excitement of the things I was experiencing. It wasn't the same. I I always felt like weird sharing what was going on. Because why like, is that? Because other people would just be like, oh yeah, look at look at look at Obama over here. Oh, look like, so good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd just be like, okay, well shit. Oh, I'm just Maybe not I talk shouldn't. About it. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it just felt like weird sometimes. Not with everybody, but like with certain groups of people. It was just like weird to be around them. It's very weird interesting that share. you say that, because I always thought like when especially when we were younger, I was like, yo, Jonathan might be one of the most confident people I've ever met, which can come across as cocky for a lot of other people. And I didn't, like, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh, snap, I knew you were going to that because I didn't. Like, yeah. hearing you say it, I'm just like, hmm, that's very interesting. Yeah, no, so, but if you ask me how my day was, okay, yeah, so if you ask me how my day was, I'd be like, yeah, my day was cool. Yeah. This is what I did, this is what I did. I went to work, I, yeah, practice was sick, this, and they were like, oh, bro, I feel like you're just... But okay, then don't ask me things. Like, right. I'm also not one of those people that just like magically blurts out information. Like if you yeah. ask me, I'll tell you how it's going. But I always just felt like really, really weird and really awkward in certain situations. See, th- this is where you and I differ because I, when I was younger, I used to feel like if something good happened, I don't want to tell everyone. And I learned You'd from... You want to tell everyone? I would, lo- I, would, I would end up telling... Oh, I'd love to tell everyone. So I, I'm like... <laughs> <clears throat> either looking for situations to where like let's come on let me, let me guess what guess what guess what happened to me guess what happened to me and you know sometimes you would get it um like in high school it's a classic thing where 
you know, the banter is part of like kind of chopping you down a little bit. Yeah. But sometimes there's a little bit of extra spice thrown on some of these jokes, you know, that makes you feel like or the whole cabinet. Are you mad? <laughs> sometimes people throw the whole cabinet, bro. Turmeric, nutmeg, oh, cinnamon, aromat, masala, black pepper, garlic flakes, thyme, Yo, rosemary. This guy does his, This guy's got a dictionary. Yeah, I was just spices. in the kitchen. <laughs> you're just looking. You're like, yo. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, rosemary. those things don't even go together. Why are you throwing so the whole true. cabinet? So, like, okay. So, this was one thing that we saw, like, um, amongst, like, guys. It was um, when it came to sports. And let's say, like, there was the one time where we were just, like, guys, let's do something we don't know. Like, th- we all know, like, you, you're good at soccer. This one's good at tennis. Yeah, let's all choose a sport that we've never played. Let's go play hockey. Oh, let's go do this. Let's go do that. And... It, it was very easy to see who got mad at so-and-so, who was jealous at so-and-so for being more talented, even though they didn't know they were talented. Like, we do track and field, you find out, hey, so-and-so's got feet, bruh. You put him in the 100 meter, he can actually go. And, like, for me, I was always, like, good at, you know, I can control my space of things that I know. Mm. What I was not good at was if I broadcast that and the response I get back, I wasn't good at handling someone saying, like, so what? Or... Simba, we don't care. Shut up. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you're trying to do something and you're like, oh, guys, like, I actually ran a good time in the foreigner, so I feel like I'm going to do things. People, no, okay, 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 Mr. Mr. Jeremy Warner. Okay, Mr. Sprinter. Jeremy Warner, for those of you who don't know, American 400-meter runner, the Come white on. guy with the glasses. Come on. Dude, it was fast. He was quick, quick. We actually met that guy at the Penn Relays. Did you meet? And who's the other guy? Tyson Gay. The black, the black guy. LaShawn Merritt. LaShawn Merritt. Yeah, Yo, they were always like, See, yeah, yeah, what yeah. What a time. Yeah. What a time to be yeah, alive. Yeah, man. Come on. So. Um, yeah, so there was like, th- there's, there's healthy competition and then you'd get this other kind of, I don't know if it was antagonizing kind of competition where you feel like, okay, I know we're all doing the same thing, guys. We're all here playing, it's jogi jogi vibes, comedic license, cool, cool, cool. But whatever so-and-so said there, it kind of made me feel some type of way. And um, this was funny. This is why, like, when I was in primary school, I never told people I did music. No one knew that I could actually play the drums and stuff. So there was one time when I met a girl. I didn't meet a girl. I reconnected with this girl from primary school. She was in my class, and she knew me by the government. And she sees me at church years later. This is like I'm in high school now. And she's just like, ah, Zumba. And also, you know when you hear your name in a certain tone, you know, okay, there's only a few people who know this. From back in the day. From back in the day. So I turn around, I see this person. I'm like, oh, what's up? Um... We're chatting, chatting, chatting. She's like, what are you doing here? This is our church. She's like, what are you doing here? I said, oh, <laughs> this is my church. She's like, no, it's not. She's like, I come here every Sunday. I've been here for years. I said, how many years? She's like, oh, about four or five. I was like, oh, serious? I've got 15 years in the I've game. Got, yeah, like, this is my life. What are you talking about? And she was so shocked. She's like, there's no way. She's like, I would have known or seen you. I was like, dude, I'm going to play drums right now. She's like, you're lying. You're in the band. I was like, yeah. Look, I'm wearing the same thing as the drummer was wearing on stage. She's like, there's no way. And, and in that moment, I was like, oh, yeah. She's like, so how long have you been playing drums there? Huh? 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 And I'm like, dude, since like primary school, like I could tell you this, I could show you that, but I just never did. She's like, we didn't know that in school. How come you didn't go for any of the music classes and stuff? I was like, because I didn't want to. Like there were sports that were more fun. Like, yo, allow me to be me. But in her brain, it was so hard to calculate because she's like, no, you were quiet. You maybe there are sports and stuff, or when you're outside with your homies, you're loud and such like such. But you you didn't act like a musician. I never saw you tapping your knees once, talking about drums. What drums? Huh? You never grabbed two sticks and just hit your desk. Nothing like everything that she thought these should be the tell all signs of someone who does this. 
I didn't do any of that. And then it took her like having to see me multiple times to be like, I'm, because she struggled to reconcile the idea to be like, yo, this person who I knew like this is actually this person who does this. That's so bizarre. Why didn't you tell us? And then when I came down to it, I was like, ah, I was kind of shy. And I didn't think like this was something that people liked or cared about. Granted, in high school was a different thing because girls were like, oh my gosh, who's on the drums? I was like, yeah, yeah. But primary school, it wasn't something I was like, yeah, guys, we're going to play, we're going to do music, we're going to play drums and stuff like that. People were like, mm. So, you know, I felt like, ah, maybe let me just keep this under wraps. And I remember telling my dad about it. And he was like, oh, yeah, no. He's like, you know, I used to do that with a bunch of stuff, but it was different. You know, mm-hmm. like he would tell me stories amongst his friends where they would find out things about each other as they grew older. To be like, oh, you you did this. I didn't know you were, you were a star soccer player or you made Zim for this and you did this and you did that. And it was like, we knew a little bit about you, but we didn't care enough to dive deeper. And it's different, like when it's with your friends and stuff, I think sometimes it's either like you have this thought based on what you know about all of your friends individually. So I would be like, okay, if I tell Jonathan this, I know he's going to make jokes about this. Like, imagine if I did, and I did at one point, we did ballet, some of us, for like a year in contemporary dance. And there was absolutely no way that I was going to tell people like, oh yeah, I do ballet. Or I'm going to National Ballet to do this and do that. There's no way. I spent so much time in that stupid building, bro. No, I know. Oh, my days. But here's the thing. I hate that building. There's certain people who you would see and you're like, yeah, you're cool. Because you, you also, you drop your sister off every day here. Oh. And she knows me and we've been here. So you see me and you know I'm here. But you don't say anything. Cool. Keep it that way. Mm-hmm. There's other people that I promise you if they found out when I was in high school, I'd be like, I have, mom, we have to switch schools. Like, I can't go back. It's over. Nope. Do you know what I'm, I'm saying? Done. It was an embarrassment thing. It was a fear of being judged. That was another big thing. And it, in my brain, I was like, I don't think I ever like thought about how much that can affect people. Because for some, that's where a lot of insecurities are born. You know what I mean? When you're, when you're starting to tone down. Like classic, another classic example, when I just got to uni, I actually got, actually, I will say when I moved to UCLA, first time I'm in a class with like 300 people. Okay, they're doing roll, roll call. So like, you know, when they call your name and you're like, present, whatever, you raise your hand. I was like, for some reason, and I never thought about this. I was so nervous. I was like, why am I nervous to answer my own name being called in a class? It was because of the number of the people in the class. You had 300 people in a class? There were like 300 people in some of my classes. It was, bro, okay, let me tell you this. <laughs> what? There's a, there was this one. What class like was some, that? Oh, it's the law and stuff. They, I had a law class. I had a, a super, music supervision class. But we had tons of classes where they would combine things. So law students, kids were actually studying law. You do a, a like sub. A yeah, you do okay. a sub thing. But it's like all the law students still have to do it. And then you who's doing that as your actual credit, you're taking a law class. So I remember walking in the first time and, bro, I, I'm looking at my feet. And as I'm, I'm texting, right? So I'm looking down. And then I open the door. I look up. And my head literally cocks almost all the way back. Because the end of the... The stairway going up was like so high up. Oh, in the auditorium. Mad rows of mm. chairs and stuff. And I'm just like, what did I sign up for? Instantly, I didn't want to be there because there were so many people. So I used to have this thing. Also, I didn't want to be noticed as well. So I'd be like, I'd come in just just before class starts and leave you five minutes. You hang out with the homies? Nah, leave five minutes before class ends. And this was where it started to get crazy. So I missed roll a few times. And what I would do was like, I'd, I'd wait 10 minutes so I'd come in a little bit late, just after all. So they think I'm not there. Then I'd come in and be like, they'd be like, who are you? And 
I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not going to say my name out loud. I'm going to walk to the teacher, point at my name. This one. So, but if you're like late though, that means everybody's eyes are on you. Like, yeah, they would be that, but uh, they, they didn't know my name. So then there was just one class where I happened to be on campus early, chilling with some mates. Then I'm like, yo, guys, I have to go for class. And they're like, all right, cool, we'll see you. So most of my friends, I just kept my friends from my old school. And some of them would hang out on campus. They'd come chill with me. They'd be like, oh, we like your school. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a beautiful campus. It's a wonderful campus. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful campus. So um, again, so now I'm sitting in there. I'm like, oh, snap, it's a roll. So now they're calling, calling, calling. Uh, bro, I promise you, this is one of the things that happened. And I'm not joking. The teacher looks and they're like, that's funny. Like they're saying people's names. So imagine there's like Jonathan Bayer. You're like, yes. Uh, Matthew, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sally, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then she gets to my name and she's like, that's hilarious. This is funny. Who, who wrote this? <sighs> Obviously, no one knows. Comedic license. So she goes, she's like, uh, Timon, Pumba, Nala, Mufasa. And now I can tell. I'm like, oh, now she got the jokes, huh? This lady's a comedian. That's how you feel, huh? Then she finally gets to, she's like, Simba. And everyone, the whole club, bro, people are looking at each other like, is this a joke or is there someone named Simba in the class? And like for, for the American people, that name sounds cool and stuff. But for Zimbabweans, it's as common as like a Matthew or like James. James. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> like you could shout Simba in the airport and four people would turn around. That was the joke that I always used to say. But now there's like 250 to almost 300 kids in this class. Bruh, I lift up my hand and you could hear the heads turn just wow in uniformity. Like everyone's like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? I put my hand up and she's like, is your name really Simba? I was like, yeah. She's like, you're joking. I was like, I promise you, that's my name. And I was like, I'll show you my ID at the break. Uh, my student ID, my actual ID, I'll show you at the break. But that's my name. Bruh, come five minute break. She was literally like, and I could almost feel this itch. I was like, I have to get out. Like, I need to get out. And I always did this thing where I go to the vending machine, get me a Gatorade or... Um, Sidebar, what flavor, what kind of Gatorade did you get? Bro, I had the, the icy one, the... The clear one that looks like the white freeze. Nah, that one's weird. The glacier one. I no. like that one. And the... Uh, I'm forgetting the name, but the light blue one. Nah, pink. The strawberry lemonade. The strawberry lemonade the, is hard, the pink too. One, yeah. That one's hard. Hmm. But I had like three or four that I'd mess with. And then that ice glacier, whatever it was called, glacier glaci something. That was so my wait, main would one. you drink Gatorade over Powerade? Yeah. Also, I'm not, I was, yo, you are, you're, an, you're an athlete. You're so sociopath. You need the electrolytes. You know, go back I to your don't. story. Go back to this your story. This guy is a hater. <laughs> um, and vitamin water was also my thing. Okay, which vitamin water? Hey, bro, we're not doing this now. Because <laughs> you're going to be like, yo, it's sociopath, sociopath. So, um, <laughs> so I'm like, yo, okay, five minute break is just now. I'm going to run out, get my thing, and then come back and chill. When I tell you, she was like, before she even finished, to be like, okay, you guys, come back in like 15 minutes. Bro, people were walking over chairs to be like, hey, bro, like, is your name really Simba, bro? Like, for real, bro? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, man, that's insane. And I was like, this is exactly what I didn't want because the attention is like, that used to make me like super anxious. So I'm now in a class where not only do these people not know my name, people want to interview me for like silly things. Like, so like, did your mom give you that name, bro? Like... <laughs> Like, how, dude? These are proper Californians, man. Like, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. There's a lot of Simbas back home. No, but, like, your name's Simba, dog. Like, the Lion King. And then the jokes start flying around. And I was like, I do not enjoy this. Like, this is exactly what I was trying to avoid. And I even got so much so to the point that I, used, I started using my other name 
I went back to the government, bro. I was the like, OG government? I went to the OG government for the next classes when I didn't roll because I was like, I don't want people to know my name, Simba. Like, it'll just, I don't like that. I don't like this mm. attention, this whatever. But what I started noticing also was it, all that stuff made me change my behavior. So now, again, leaving a lot earlier so I don't have to talk to people. Because now people started to find out who I was. And then, bear in mind, we have projects that are due. So some of these people were like, if we're starting at the beginning of the semester, you don't know who's going to continue taking courses with you because people are doing different things. Some are in their master's, some are in other degree programs, some are in whatever, and doing either just modules or like in the same program as you. So there were a few people who were like very aggressive with me. Like they'd see me and be like, oh my gosh, it's Simba. I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? And I'm like, we're not friends, dude. I don't know you. Don't, don't talk to me, bro. I don't know you. And then like... um you'd see them in your next class. So I had like, I remember there was the law thing first and then I had like a production class after that and our teacher was Italian. Funny enough was my teacher, shout out to Otto. He was from my school, MI, before that. So he was teaching the engineering and all this other stuff. He sees me and he knew me from the other school so he's already like, oh, my lion friend, my lion friend. <laughs> Give me a hug. Give me a hug. People don't respect you. <laughs> no, he was like, oh, he was the best. He made me feel really good because like, I remember like when I went to that, when I went to MI, some students were like cracking the jokes. There was this one guy who we actually became good friends. Shout out to Donny. But he, he and I were like at each other's throats in the beginning. He hated me. I did not like him. He was like, he was one of those kids. He knew a bunch and he would let you know that he knew a bunch. But, like, it would make other people feel kind of crappy if they didn't know anything. You'd be like, ah, dumbass, whatever, that kind of stuff. I like Donnie. Yeah, you would. <laughs> you two would be homies, I'm telling you. But, like, halfway through, and he would always make these, like, jokes that just would, they were horrible jokes, but, like, I was like, yo, I don't have time for your nonsense. But it was, like, just bullying in that sense where, to him, he's like, I want, this is how we connect, right? So you better connect with me, fam, because I think you're cool, but he's not saying it in those words. It's just like, yo, where's your... Did you ride a hippo today? Did you... Uh, yo, where's the elephant, bro? Tony! I heard I mad noises outside, bro. Where's the elephant? And he was kind of chubby and stuff, too. So, like... But he had, like, this weird... What I enjoyed about him was... He, you could throw stuff back at him. He didn't care. Mm. So, what I really enjoyed in the end, where I was like, okay, I can respect you, was, like, as much as he could dish it, he could also take it. And then you'd see him in other situations. He, he could also be, like, a normal human being. So, I was like, okay, at least you're not 100% dickhead. Like, you actually kind of... You have mm. a nice side, too. But in the beginning, I didn't like him. And he was like, yo, bro, there's a problem with you Africans, man. Like, stuff like that. Like, I come to class late. He'd be like, oh, here we go. Here we go. What were you doing? Did you, did you have to kill a bird for lunch? Did you have to, like, did you have to do stuff like this? And people are cracking up. And man, just be quiet, bro. I just go to my corner or hand the teacher in the project and stuff like that. Where people started taking me seriously was now when we're talking about the music. So... Yeah, we're learning technical things, but we had projects where you had to show music. Like, okay, show us how you use this technique. Cool, show us how you do this, show us how you do that. And <laughs> I'm not trying to brag, but yo, your boy was coming in the top 5% of the class every single time. And people didn't expect it because I was doing different things. And then also people didn't know I was a drummer. They just thought, because everyone in there was either like a DJ, producer, or just trying to be an engineer. No one was a, like a musician mm. in my class specifically. And... Like, I would go from my... I'd finish my engineering class to go chill with the drummers because I play drums. And then I'd go chill with other musicians because I'm like, yo, I like your sound, I like whatever. So I was, like, making friends with a bunch of different people. And the first time, like, we had this gig, we, we had a competition at the school. Um, and it, the competition was, like, who who's going to get the residency to play at the Hard Rock Cafe for this period of time? 
And shout outs to the boy Taps, our, our band one. And people were like, yo, the drummer's wild. Who is it? Yo, the singer's wild. Who is it? Mm. Turns out, I'm like walking out of class like, uh, sorry, sir, I have to go. Our residency starts in like two minutes. I got to go set up my drums. And yeah, sure, Simba. Yeah, you, get, you know you get your credit for that too. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So the students are looking at me like, who is this kid? Like, who is this guy who mm. plays drums or whatever? And then they started kind of respecting me. When I went to UCLA now, I was like, I don't want to have to go through this again. It's like a reinitiation of like meeting people, going through the stupid jokes again. I was like, I don't want any of that. So I literally went from like being like loud, kind of cool, you know, very life of the party type thing to just Z, quiet. quiet. I wasn't even answering questions in class. Like the one time the teacher was trying to antagonize me almost to be like, does anyone know this? And she knew I knew because me and my grades were high and all this stuff. And she'd be like, Simba. I'd be like, no. Don't even look at me. And she, like, there was one time where like she took us a bunch of us out for like drinks after. She was super cool, and she was talking to people. And then halfway through, she just looks at me and she's like, "So what's your deal?" I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "You're smart. You're funny. Like you." She must relax. You get your things done. Oh yeah. I was like, she stop, must stop relax. Stop flirting with me, lady. Relax. Stop flirting <laughs> with me. But uh, she's saying all these things, and she's like, "But why do you act like, you know, you you you're mute and docile? Like, what is that about?" And I was just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then she just, she said one thing to me that kind of stuck with me. She's like, she's like, don't like lose, you know, versions of yourself now because you're trying to impress people. I was like, I'm not trying to impress anyone. And she's like, oh, I see. Because you're a tough guy, huh? Like you, you, you don't care about anyone. You want to be solo dolo, Mr. Island Man, just by yourself with your calypso tree. <laughs> and she's like roasting me, just basically saying like, look, I can tell. <laughs> calypso. <laughs> Bro, she went in. She went in. And you know, as soon as you hear the word calypso, you start to picture that thing. And like, I knew what she was saying, but I was also like, hmm, yeah, why am I doing this? Like, I'm in my 20s. I'm supposed to be... You know, this is, should be the time of my life, but I couldn't even hang out with people. Like, kids would come up to me after, like, hey, bro, you want to go grab a beer? I'm like, nah, nah, sorry, I got work. Da, da, da. Meanwhile, I'm just rushing to get out of there. And I'm like, I don't want to hang out with you because then if you get to know me, and then, you know, you may not like me. It was just all, like, these weird insecurities. Some of them were from high school. Some of them were things I picked up in uni. Others were just things where I was like, I don't think I've ever been in this position before, and I don't know how to act. So rather than having to deal with it, I'll avoid it. And it started just getting harder and harder and harder until I realized, oh, I met um, another great student. Shout out to Amir, Hassan. This guy is, he's a G. He saw me the one class, bro. Like, we, we were taking a touring class and he's like, he's sitting slouched. He's a really tall guy. Like, I want to say like 6'7 or something. He's tall. He's sitting super slouched and I can just see his shoulders, his huge afro. He's got a, a fitted uh, snapback on. And, and um, yeah, he was just wearing like cool clothes or whatever. But he's like middle middle of like the class row section so and me i did my thing where i always go sit in the back in the corner right by the door so as soon as the guy's like okay next week i'm like boop, 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 i'm out he called me the one time so after the five minute break he's sitting in my chair like where i always sit and this is like week three now week four maybe he's sitting right in my spot and i get there and he's like uh-huh. yeah you thought you was gonna get away huh he's like we're chilling my name's amir and he just stuck his hand up and i was like Okay, what's up? What's up? He's like, how you doing, man? My African brother. I was like, don't start with the Lion King jokes, bro. I'm not with it. He's like, no, nah, man, I've, I've heard them already. They sound corny. Da-da-da. And I'm seeing, like, yo, he seems pretty chill. Like, he's not, like, a horrible person. But he, like, kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone to where he was like, 
bro, I know you. He's like, I feel like you're one of them like ninja type dudes, bro. Like you got you got the sauce, but you act like you don't. You act like you so chill. <laughs> IP man. You act like you whack. Exactly. Like that kind of thing where you just walk in and I was like, yo, this guy's on to me. So I find out he drives. He had a nice Mercedes Benz, classic old like C class or whatever. And he's like, yo, where you stay? I was like, ah, bro, I'm in Crenshaw. He's like, bro, that's my hood, dog. I was like, for real. He's like, I'm taking you home. And he's like, we're going to go. Uh, oh, what was the name of this place now? Because he introduced me to the sourdough. Sourdough Jack. Jack, where's the sourdough Jack from? Oh, this is going to bug me. But anyways. I don't don't come, come to me with your West Coast restaurant. Hey, relax, relax. relax. <laughs> sourdough Jack and curly fries. Hey, he put me on. But he, I remember like he was, he was bumping beats. He was like, yo, I rap. I do this, I do that. And the whole time I wanted to say, I'm a producer, I make beats, I'm a producer, I make beats. And I was still kind of like nervous because I'm like, I don't know this guy. He's nice, he seems really cool. But I'm like, you know, I've, I've had friends, I don't really like this thing of meeting people and then you don't talk or you find out they're not cool, etc. I was just in my head a lot. And so something just told me, and I was just like, yo, I like this song or whatever. He's like, oh, you in the music stuff? Because we were taking a touring class, so it wasn't like, I thought he was going to go on the managerial side or whatever. And he, he's like, are you the music? I was like, yeah, yeah, I make some beats. And he just pulled out the aux, bro. So I'm like, ah, oh, snap. And I always had beats on my phone. Like, because I'd make a beat, I'd listen to it, like, on the bus right there to be like, mm. I need to change this, I need to work on this, I need to do that. So I'm like, fuck it, let's just, let's just play, let's vibe. Bro, he pulled the car over. Jack in the Box, that's the name of the restaurant. I just, I just, it just came to me. It's called Jack in the Box. Sorry, guys. I hate Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box is fire, bro. You never I had the sourdough Jack. Don't tell me, bro. <laughs> Don't tell okay. me. So your taste buds are questionable, Jonathan, bro. Jonathan, Jonathan. That's a different story for another Listen, day. Listen, there I'll put I'll put money on that one. <laughs> that one I will put money on. I'm telling you when you come to LA. Okay, so he pulls into Jack in the Box. We get this thing. He's like, "Yo, I'm about to change your life." You ever had the sourdough Jack? I was like, "Nah, be, but I like food. I love sandwiches." He's like, "I got you." We order. I start playing beats. He's like, "Yo, this you?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "Nah, start it again." Play it, play it. It gets to the end. He's like, put that on repeat for the next 15 minutes, my guy. And next thing I know, we're like parked on the side of the road, like not too far from my house. And he's like, yo, I'm just up this way. Um, and I'm like, yo, my house is literally right there. And we sat in the car for like, I want to say like maybe two hours now, just playing beats and talking. And I felt so comfortable now because he made me feel comfortable. He's like, bro, mm. he's like, why don't you play these in some of our classes? You know, the music supervision class. I saw what you did. Like, that was cool. But it sounded like you you took some something from a movie. I was like, no, I composed that. He was like, my man, you composed too? He's like, what? Come on, dog. He's like, yo, I'm trying to rap. Give me some beats. And we and we're still homies to this day. But like, it he made me realize in an instant there, like basically what the teacher was telling me in the class, where she's like, why do you act like? you're not kind of dope a little bit. You know, because it's kind Talk of weird to hear that. your shit It's to weird me. to hear it. Like when someone's like, yo, you're dope. You're like, yeah. And I, this is when I couldn't take a compliment at all. Like someone would be like, oh my gosh, you're so good looking. I couldn't look that person in the eye. I'd look at their nose and make them think I'm looking them in the eye. I'm like, mm-hmm, thank you very much. Mm. Meanwhile, I want to get out of here. You're making me feel awkward. And so it was stuff like that. that I was there for these, for these things. No, I remember because you used to get so pissed. And so, like, so what he made me feel was just like, yo, my guy, let me just tell you something. You have a gift. You need to stop acting like it's not a gift because that's also disgusting. Like, it's not a good look. Da, da, da. And he kind of coached me a little bit into just being confident with the music stuff. Next thing I know, he's introducing me to different people. I think I had, like, two tracks on his mixtape or one of his tapes. But um, 
the way he just made me feel in terms of like working in studios and just chilling, I was like, yo, bro, this this is cool. This is I guess this is what the connection of like studio vibes and all this other stuff is about. But this was someone I met in class who I just thought like, ah, waste man. I'm not trying to talk to him. I'm just gonna do my class and go. I don't want to be around people. I really don't want people focusing on me. So I even changed my name for roll call because I'm like, I don't want people knowing I'm Simba, etc. He's like, bro, he's like, you got to rest in your power, king. Like, stuff like that, bro. <laughs> I love those people. They used to gas me out, man. And I was just like, yo, that's so dope. He introduced me to a lot of cool peeps. And from there, I started understanding. I was like, yeah, I have kind of been dimming my light. Like, I, if I had a conversation with my mom, she'd be like, why do you always look stressed? You know, on Skype. And she's like, yeah, these days, you're not, you know, Simba, you're cracking jokes all the time. I haven't heard you say one thing. You haven't made me laugh. And I start picking up on these things. Then I talk to, shout out to Jim, I talk to him as well, Mr. Behavioral Analyst, and he's there, and he's like, he's like, I know, I know you, you get uncomfortable when I walk in the room. Like, you, we need to handle this, we need to do this. And I had to really, like, start looking at myself to be like, why, what am I so worried about, number one? And why am I so worried? Like, we've done things where we, we've been on big stages and whatever, and I'm still acting like the pauper outside, like, oh, give me a dollar. Meanwhile, it's my studio session that we're going into there. Or like I'm working with so-and-so. Or this one really loves my beats. And it, it took a while for me to like get out of this, um, you know, dim light situation. Because at, at one point I thought like, ah, maybe it's intrusive if I become this person. If I'm like just cracking jokes and whatever. But trust me, that next year, some of my best friends, especially in America. Oh, man. I met them from just being myself. Mm. and there was also like a little bit of familiarity like when I'd see some of my Swedish homies in the class that were from the other school I was like come on fam what's up fam hey do hey do we're hugging whatever we're sitting in the that's back that's the best though when you like see the homies you're like oh, yeah. should you in here too <laughs> come on man we're taking music arrangement together and then we're cracking jokes and then people would be like fam I've been with you for a year and a half never heard you raise your voice like this what's up with you what, what, what? And I was like, yeah, no, that was just me being... And then these people are like talking like, no, he's like a whole joke. Like this guy, you can't take him anyway. He'll make you laugh till you piss your pants, blah, 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 blah. And then people are like, what? But then I started like just becoming confident and cool in that space to be like, bro, you can be yourself. Like it's not, it's not that deep. It's not that hard. Mm. And then I started finding people who I can say are like part of my tribe to where I'm like, we're still homies to this day. We talk almost all the time to where, you know, they're just like, yo... Are you still a goofball? Yeah, I'm a goofball. Say less. And we move like that. But it was, it was definitely something that I had to really consider. I mean, even having you sit me down the one time in Kenya and you're like, bro, do you know what really pisses me off? Do you know what really ticks me off? And I was like, what? It's when you don't even like big yourself up in your own space. Because I would leave the room and Jonathan would be like, okay, guys, one thing you don't understand about my brother, he's really shy. But like, this dude, he's done this, he's played here, he's doing this, he's killing, he's killing the game. Then I get back and people are like, so tell us about Coachella. I'm like, Jonathan, why are you telling these people these things? And you're like, no, man, they must know. It's part of your story. It's part of your story. And I had to get very comfortable, even though it felt like, oh, I feel like I'm being abrasive or I feel like I'm being too cocky or whatever. And, and now I'm acting like I didn't do these things. But if you don't get, one thing I've realized in life is nobody's just going to give you props. If you don't guess yourself, yeah, nobody's going to guess you. You need to as well, yeah. And what I really appreciate it was you kind of push that agenda. And then when I talk to my homies, like I talk to Taps, and I'm like, yo, bro, do I do this? He'd be like, yeah, you do. Shut okay. up, Taps. We've bonded. Uh, okay. Taps and I have bonded over dealing with your nonsense. Yeah, I am, I am pretty chaotic at times. But it was also like, it was good to get that. Because now, uh, maybe you might say something to me, and I'm like, yeah, Jonathan, that's your opinion. So I went and I cross-referenced with other people 
who've seen me in, the, in different spaces and they were, everyone had something to say. They were like, yeah, like this one time we did this, we did that, whatever, bro. I was even more gassed than you were. I took that as my own accolade. And I was like, damn, like that? And they're like, yeah, bro, there's a time where humbleness is actually not attractive. Like you can be, you can look like a prick or you actually look like just a weird person. And I was like, oh, That's me, I had no idea. I literally had no clue. But it took, it took a while for me to get out of that mindset. And I think a lot of it had to do with, I mean, you could see it. Everything played itself out. So the type of people I would talk to, the, the way I would act in school, the way I would carry myself in these spaces, it was all based on how I saw myself. And when I started seeing myself, you know, in the light, in a better light, I was just like, nah, I am going to flex on this. In fact, I will talk about this because I did it. I did it last week and I'm happy and I'm proud. It's an accomplishment. You know, so I think... For everyone, because everyone has their own version and stories when it comes to dimming their lights, their reasons. I've heard a lot of people... You remember we had a conversation we were talking about um, like meeting up with... Oh, it's, it's the old friends. What was the name of the episode? Old Familiar Faces. Old Familiar Faces. Guys, go check that episode out. But we were saying how like some people would carry stuff from high school, you know, some, whether it was they were being insulted and whatever. You were talking about someone you knew who had plastic surgery and they felt some type of way based off how they were treated. And so they changed that. And you were like, but I never thought that. You know, we were just, it was jokey-jokey, comedic license. Meanwhile, in their head, they took it to this level and whatever. Mm. And you can see how some things can become so toxic and it affects you in your future. And you end up dimming a whole chunk of your life to where people are like, so who are you? What do you do? And you don't even know. And so like for me, it was like, I don't want to get to these points where... I'm, I'm, I'm bitter, I'm regretting things, I'm not taking opportunities because I'm so fearful of people's reactions. I'm like, yo, I'm here, I need to live. I need to thrive in this, I need to try to do this. Whether people understand it or not, I'm not actually going to dim my light in certain situations. And then for me, seeing someone like you when, I, when, you know, when we're talking or when I see you having a debate with someone and you're so firm in whatever it is you guys are talking about that you'll be like, no, that's stupid, no, you're dumb. You're a dumb person, you're dumb. And I'm like, Jonathan, why do you use the word dumb? No, because this person's dumb. And then we break the argument down, and I'm like, wait, that is a dumb argument. Yeah, you're right. You're it right. was dumb. You're right on that. But it's like having the confidence in those decisions. Bro, even your mom, she was saying to me, she was like, I love this version of Simba. Like, I ask you for something, sometimes you say no. I'm like, yeah, because I don't want. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, but in the past, you would just do it, maybe out of fear, out of whatever. And now it's like, no, I'm, I'm more confident in myself. Like, oh, also, guys, we have an episode called Power of No that you need to check out as well. Again, these things stem from confidence. When you feel confident, you feel good, you, it's easier for you to dictate what you want in a situation, especially when you know what you want. And for me, it was like I had to take time to figure those things out, to even understand why my light was dim. You know, so that's my story. What's yours, Jonathan? I don't do my light at all. Yeah, now you don't. I know that. No, I never did. Mm. Sure, like in certain situations, my mom always just said, Hey, listen, just shine as bright as you can. And if they can't handle it, that's their problem. They must go blind. But she was just like, every space you occupy is yours. So I was always just instilled like with that. like a maximum level confidence. So people just think, oh, it's because of me or whatever. There's no, I just know how I was raised. Yeah. Come from good stock. My parents worked really, really hard. And how, like, I think that's really they, important as well. They just well. gassed me. Like, I, I was always gassed by, like, the people around me mm. to just be like, you'll never be the best, you'll never be this, you'll never be that. But that's part of life. Show up, be present, make people uh, respect your, like, work ethic and I stuff. Like and you move. I love that approach. So, yeah, if 
from shining too bright for you, that's a you problem. That's a you problem. Yeah, so... And also, guys, I think that's something we need to highlight there. Yeah, that so some situations that you're in where someone, someone can come to you and be like, uh, I kind of feel like, you know, you're this or you're too much of this or too much of that. Sometimes that's basically someone feeling inferior because you are fe- you're shining bright. Like, yeah, that's a you you're problem. moving in your, in your sphere. You're killing it in whatever it is you're doing. And people can be intimidated by that. I used to tell my little sister that all the time. I was like, you do understand that everywhere you go, people want to be around you. She never, she never really got this till she got to like uni. And everyone in our family would be like, yo. Yeah, but that's also, a, that's also like a lie though because those people aren't your friends, they're your fans. No, so no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying she has like, she, she's the, she becomes the nucleus of things. Like you put her in a room, people gravitate towards her. Mm. So when she was younger, she always felt like, ah, oh, I'm alone, I'm kind of like this, I'm whatever. Meanwhile, I'm like, you do know you're one of the funniest people that I know. There's people that literally, if you're not around, they come to me and harass me. Where's your sister? I need to with your sister. Where is she? Well, like, what's going on? And, and, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, what, what crack is she giving you, bro? Like, she's, she's just a person. Like, relax. And when she graduated from uni, the, bro, the, the, the te- all her teachers, all these people were telling my parents all this stuff. They're like, your daughter, if, if she's not in the class, like, the, the mood of the class is dim. It's like this. She's literally a light. And my dad would be like, Esther, wow, that's interesting. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there like, yeah, I've known that for years. She's always been this type of a person. Now, fast forward to like her workspace and I'm like trying to tell her like, yo, it's the same thing. It's not like your light is going to disappear because you're not paying attention to it. If you keep moving the way you move, which is always like really good, like she gets there on time. I mean, early, she's always talking to people, even if she doesn't have to, like she makes everyone kind of feel comfortable She's the girl, like, if you're, you know when you go to the dentist and you're waiting for your appointment and there's just people chilling in that waiting area? She would have made friends in, like, five minutes and be chatting. And they'd be like, oh, so tell me about Zimbabwe. Blah, blah, blah. That's the type of person my little sister is, to where, like, anywhere she goes, she just connects with people. And every now and then, though, I'd have to remind her that, yo, some people actually get mad at that. Some people hate that when they see someone like you who, you know, you can walk into the room, you, you bring in some light, you've got the jokes, people are laughing. Next thing you know, you've got a job. How? Of course it doesn't make sense. And sometimes you might even bypass certain things that other people would have to like work twice as hard for because they don't have that kind of an attitude. They don't look at life the way you do. But every now and then, I think we also need the reminders to be like, hey, 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 hey. Don't lose your stuff because so-and-so is mad at this or so-and-so is mad at that. But it can even be friends that'll pin you down and make you feel some type of way because they feel inferior over certain things. And that was something I also had to learn late in life to be like, oh, even though I know these people, not everyone is actually on my team or on my side. Like, we, my mom always talks about the crab mentality, which is just you put two crabs in a, in a bucket or whatever, they'll never make it out. Because when one starts to look like it's getting there, there's the other one that's just like, ah, 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 where are you going? Where are you going? And... We can say it's an African mentality. You can say it's this mentality. I've seen it everywhere, just in terms of success. Like, and you won't know it until you get to these positions. Like, I didn't know I was jealous of some of my homies until they started getting successful. And I was like, why am I angry? Why am I triggered? And why can't I, you know, help this person also relish in their moment? Like, someone comes to me so excited, like, yo, bro, you won't believe what happened. What happened? Bro, I was playing my beats, right? And then this person just walked in and they said they want me to do beats for so-and-so. And I'm like, bro, it's just happening. It's so amazing. And I'm there stressed because I still have to work on my rent money. But that's not my problem. It's like, yo, 
work hard and then you can start complaining about certain things. If, you, if you're putting in the exact same amount of work, are you doing that? I could honestly say no, I wasn't. So why are you getting mad, Simba? And these are conversations I'd have with myself. Or at times, you know, the significant other at the time or my parents or whoever would tell me, uh, Simba, I don't think you can complain about that because that's, that's not even your lane. Why are you, why are you mad? Why are you mad at someone thriving in this and thriving in that? And once I started getting confident in my own stuff, doing my own thing, bruh, as soon as I see someone else win, I'm like, yo, go all the way. Like, I want to see you win. I want to see the people around me win. But that comes from also having a confidence in yourself and knowing what you bring to the table. And I think when you are very sure and assertive in that, there's not much that can sway you or sway your opinion. You know? Hmm. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting one for people to navigate. But, I mean, if you're not going to be confident in yourself, I don't know why the people should be confident in you. Yeah, you have to. It's something I've never struggled with. I've never struggled with it. But at the same time, yeah, it's just... Um, yeah, I, I found it a lot, like, in high school. I'll never forget, I broke my thumb. I think, what year is this? Like, 2008... So I'd made Northerns, like the provincial team, the year before. Come on. So I'd made Northerns. I played Northerns like four years, I think. Like just four years in a row. This is rugby? No, uh, hockey. I've made Northerns, hockey, athletics, rugby, everything. You! Um, but, yeah, so it's hockey season. And I'm chilling, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. And it's at St. Albans, um, which is like in Pretoria. And so I go, I watch, I watch. And these guys are talking. Like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to run the offense. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And they asked me, they're like, oh, are you just here to watch? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just here to fucking watch high school <laughs> hockey in the afternoon. Sure, cool. And then coach sees me. And he's like, yo, Jay, da 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 Okay, listen, so uh, they're not running the offense correctly because we, like, we ran like a, like a triangle-based offense. Mm. Like, I'm not going to get into it. It's quite complicated. But anyway, he's like, yeah, come explain like the offense. So this guy that was talking shit to me, I'm like, Yo, you're not going to make the team, but, like, when I come back from my thumb, like, I'm going to start. Like, <laughs> And then he was like, dude, I think you're just being a prick about it. And I was like, nah, like, I'm just telling you, like, I'm going to start. Like, bro, I've been on this team for two years. Like, yeah. what do you mean? And we've run the same offense. Like, Northern's offense is the same. Right. So it doesn't change, like, from whatever age group you're in. Like, yeah. it's you just keep doing the same thing mm. type of vibe. That's why, like, oh, like if those guys, like, make the SA team or whatever, like, they know exactly what they're doing. So, like, we all play in pairs. Then I'm chilling, and one of my boys, Ben, Ben Raymond, shout out Ben Raymond. Shout out Ben. Like, he comes, uh, and he's like, yo, Jay, Jay, guys, what's up, my brother? What's going on? He's like, oh, dude, how's the thumb? He used to live across the road from me, but he was at boarding. So he's like, oh, dude, like, how's the thumb? I'm like, oh, bro, I think got, like, two, three more weeks. Like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Are you showing them the offense? So this guy's like, hilarious. how are you two? And he's like, how do you know Ben? I'm like, Ben's my G, dude. We played grade six together. And he's like, oh. He's like, are you Jono? I said, yeah, yeah. I'm Jono. He's like, oh. Okay, okay, you okay. Know, you see people change, and they're just like, <laughs> oh. So he was like, he's like, nah, but dude, like, I heard your thumb's not gonna get better. Like, so I'm gonna, I'm like, bro, there is literally no way. And his mom was like, well, you're quite confident, aren't you? And I was like, well, yeah, your son sucks. <laughs> 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 because, like, at the same time, like, in that situation, don't get me wrong. I didn't think I was going to make it back. And I shouldn't have made it back. But, like, yeah, I played with, like, a cracked thumb. But I was like, there's no way. There's literally, it was just like, it was like a FU moment in my head where mm. I was like, there's no way. I'm just not going to, like, let you have this moment. Right. Like, over me. Like, no, it was like, 
was one of those things. And in those moments, I could have been like, oh, yeah, no, you can have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to but I was just time. like, you know what? Today is not the day. And there's people that will argue that Today. like, oh, no, that response is too much. You're too aggressive. You're too yeah, this, you're too that. I think, for, I think these, in certain situations, you need to like respond differently. If you're like on a sports environment, you need to get like on your like, your macho, macho, what, what, what. It's you part need to of talk the, your shit. It's part of the, the game. If you're in a competitive environment, yeah. I think, yeah, it's important for sure. But, yeah, it changes from person to person. Mm. Yeah, not me. You guys can do... Can, <laughs> nah, not me. No, but see, and this is good I because can't. I think, th- like, even growing up, everyone can kind of pinpoint someone in their life that they're like, yeah, this person was super confident. But they could back it up. And you you're not, you can't get mad at that. Like, there's people I've seen who talk, 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 and then come crunch time, they don't perform. And I was of the the tribe of like, no, I'm not even going to talk, but come crunch time, I'm going to discipline you. So in my head, I will feel that way. I wouldn't verbalize it. I wouldn't actually articulate it. But when you see me do something, after the fact, you know, like, yo, this kid is dangerous. Dude, one of my most talented teammates, he's a five-time All-American in 15s and 7s. Sure. Five-time? Five-time All-American. Yes. He was captain. That is a barragan. He was a baller. He never used to talk. Just never. Just quiet. Just chill. Never. Just like the most effortless, like just swaggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you had sauce. I love that. Yeah, sauce. Those people that are just quiet and you're like, who sauce. is that over there? Bro, like, yeah, it's just, I've never seen anything like it. Mm. And he was one of those people, like, he, like, he made, sh- he would let you have moments. He would, like, he wouldn't necessarily dim his light, but mm. just to like build confidence. He'd he let would you, actually like he'd let you drop down a little. A little bit. Mm. Because he's like, you know what? You, you can't shine like just by yourself, mm. like in a team. Like sometimes you need like the collective unit to be you. thriving confidently, right? And yeah, so he would have his moments where he would like, he'd let people just, you know. Mm. But you knew like in your mind that this yeah, guy, I think he let me get that one. Ish. Do you know what I'm saying? I like that though. But then like your confidence is up for Saturday, mm. you know what I'm saying? He's just too saucy. That, that, yo, that's a, that's a, I like that right there. Because also, again, yeah, there are people who are naturally gifted, people who are talented, and so, or just hard workers uh-huh. who are already ahead. And yeah, like, you're like, yo, you don't have to flex so hard, bro. Like, we get it. We get it. Jodo, okay, yeah, 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 cool. We get it, big boy. We get it, sure, boy. But like, having that also as well, I think that also is really cool in building confidence, especially in younger people. Like, I look at certain things where if someone comes up to me, and they ask me for advice or information on something. I'm not just there like, oh, man, you know, you know, it is what it is. I'm like, yo, I'm doing anything I can to help you. Why? Because I wish I had those opportunities when I was younger. Like the way I even started picking up drums was because the people I had asked around me was no, didn't want to teach me. So I was like, fine, I'm just going to come watch you and I'll teach myself. I'm literally going to watch you. You who said no. I actually came to you because I like you and I like the way you play. Bro, I was the kid... Every Saturday at band practice at church, I'm on my stomach, hands under my chin, and I'm just watching their feet for two mm. hours. I'm watching their hands. I'm watching this. I remember I went to the hospital once because I pulled the muscle on my thumb, and I get there, and the guy was like, were you, like, playing with bricks or something? I was like, no, I was practicing drums. He's like, what do you mean you're practicing drums? And he's like, what kind of sticks were you using? I show him the sticks. He's like, bro, these are too heavy for you. Like, go get light sticks like a normal person. But I didn't know that. All I knew was mm. I have to learn this. I need to be as good as this. And that's kind of like what set me above and beyond. So now when I'm playing in a band with people who are 10, 15, 16 years older than me, they're like, how is Mfana even keeping up with this? How does he know these things? But I was so astute in terms of like, I'm in my resolve, I'm going to 
worked so hard. And then shout out to Percy. Um, he ended up like, he's, he picked up on like, yo, this little kid, he's got something on him. So he used to come and chill with like the whack band when they were practicing, which is now the band I was trying to get into. And he'd, he'd wait because he'd always see me like afterwards. I'd tell my mom, come an hour late, come two hours later. And I'd be trying to practice whatever the guys were playing. And he saw that diligence and he was like, yo, young man, come here. I'm going to show you. I'm going to teach you these things. I'm going to show you these things. And he gave me like a few tips and tricks that like really put me on. But it was, he already saw, he's like, yo, this kid, he's, he's got something. There's something in there. He doesn't really know it yet. He's, he's just, this is just pure hunger and passion right now. Mm. But I'm going to turn this into like an actual thing for him because I can see the vision and he doesn't even know how dope he is. So now I had him there like, yo, try this, do this. When you hold your sticks, hold them like this. When you do this, do this. Listen to this music. Listen to this. Bro, he put me on some dope jazz, Afro jazz, Afro pop. Like, and I was there like, yo, okay. And my ears and my mind had expanded so much so that like every time I saw him after that, he would literally introduce me like, yo, this is my student that I used to teach, but he's way better than me now. Like he would say it in front of like dope people. And some of those people would be like, uh, this kid. Like I remember the first time we have this uh, annual festival in, in Zim. I don't know if it's still going on, but it's called Haifa. And it's just a bunch of international people that come and it's everything from like dance, music, art, poetry, whatever, sculpting, like just so much stuff, so much art going on. And I remember playing there from when I was younger, like really, really young. And people would look and be like, how the heck is that little kid able to do that? Mm. Like that was the whole, like it was, it started off as like a joke, but people were like, yo, this lady is like crazy, man. You hear him on the drums. He's like this, he's like that. But that came from him instilling confidence in me to be like, young man, you can play on these stages. You can do this, you can do that. And all I could see was just like drums then. So when now I have someone who's like staring me in a, in a cool path, kind of like what you say with your homie who downplayed himself to give you confidence. This one would just give me the confidence to be like, oh, you can do it, just keep going, just mm -hmm. keep going. Like just, to me, that was the best kind of teacher because it wasn't the technical things I needed to learn. It was just more confidence that needed to be instilled. And then I was like, wait, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Of course I can do that. Let me, I could hear a song one time and then just, just get it. And then people would be like, how the heck? But this man put a confidence in me that no one else did. He put a battery the Duracell in my back. That's not an ad. It's not an ad. But I think it's weird because, like now, mm. I think just because the age that we are now, your boy's getting, oh, I tried to do a cartwheel just now. I almost broke my it was back. hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Um, I think the age that we're at now, like we're in between, like the, the, the kids. I say kids, like these kids are like 21, 22. Like, <laughs> We're in between like these people and like the OGs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're like we're kind of in between of sorts. Mm -hmm. So we have like OGs that we go to and be like, hey, listen, yeah, I'm, I need help at. with this. Yeah. Da, 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 da. But then people are also coming to us, like, hey, I'm trying to do this. I'm and trying people to do are looking this. at us like you, you guys are yeah. the pod zaddies, the OGs. Yeah. And I think like in this position for sure, I think you have a responsibility to to allow people to flourish in their creativity. Yeah. And they must feel comfortable like expressing themselves with you and like expressing themselves with you mm -hmm. and like sharing their stuff and be like, hey, listen, I'm trying to do this. Am I at the right spot? Yeah. Like, yo, dog, work on this, clean this up, change this. Hey, you got it. And I think sometimes, so often people like don't do that mm. and there's a disconnect now. And I think for the sake of the craft and for the, for the bigger picture, we need to, we need to do a better job uh, of allowing other people 
to to shine as bright as they can too when true. they're around us. Too true. Yeah, like don't be. I think also don't like don't get intimidated by things that you see when you're like, oh, this person's gaining on me, whatever, whatever. Everyone has their own lane. Everyone's running their own race. I'm a firm believer in that. I think like once I started doing that, I stopped worrying about other people. So we could be in the technically quote unquote the same field. But I'm so content with where I'm at because I'm like, yeah, what I'm doing is very different from you, Maji. So I can appreciate what you're doing and I can appreciate what I'm oh, doing. Oh, for sure. You have to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, I think that's really cool in terms of like, especially acknowledging um, talent that's coming up where you can see like, yo, this one is on the horizon. Like this kid that I talk to and I'm like, yo, keep doing what you're doing. I don't mm. even have anything bad to say. You just keep going. You're killing it. And some of them are like, yo, for real? You actually listen? You this? You pay attention? I'm like, of course I do. I'm not the type of dude who's like, no, man, they're whack. They're no. I, if I see someone who's talented, if I see some skill of some sort, I, w- I don't care how I look. I'm coming to tell you, yo, you're dope. I like that. Keep doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? And I think that's a, a good culture to cultivate. Ooh, see that alliteration. Good culture to cultivate. I think it's um, just a good way of thinking, good energy to have, mm. and it helps you know, in future endeavors. But yeah, man. But I would say... Be careful of the people you surround yourself with, both mm. like from a friendship perspective, your partner, mm-hmm. um, you like the people that you like choose to embark like on creative projects with. Big facts. And watch like when you say things, how like how they, they react. react. Yeah. Because if you find yourself not like sharing like, oh yeah, these are like my goals, my dreams, my ambitions. And if you find yourself biting your tongue, maybe you need to start analyzing the people that you're yeah. around. You know what I'm saying? Evaluate. Yeah. Take a look at the blueprint again. Or like if your ideas are diminished or like you're not being encouraged. Hey, sometimes your ideas are stupid. I'll be the first one to tell you like, <laughs> yo, my G, this is, dumb this is stupid. Yeah. But at the same time, is I think you need to be around people that empower you to reach your higher self. Um, and then you're like, hey, listen, I want to do a song with Kanye. And they're like, okay, I hear you. I hear you. So how, what's, you know what I'm saying? What's the plan? How are you going to get there? And if you have people that are willing to entertain your nonsense and your creativity, yeah. I think you're around the, the right kind of people because you can't dream small. Big facts. We need people that are dreaming big, that are chasing big things, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, putting in the work. Putting in so, the work, giving so, back. Yeah, so be around people that uh, allow you, allow you to, to be audacious in the things that you're chasing. I love but it. But that also empower you. With the, with the tools to do so. I like that. Yeah. And be around people that recommend cool podcasts. You know what I mean? Like, if, if your homies are listening to things and things, are they your homies? Like, you need to reevaluate. You know what I'm saying? Just like, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check yourself, man. Come on now. I think, I don't think we need to say more. I feel like, you know, on that note, we're going to love and leave you guys. Yeah. Goodbye. We love you. Bye.